Welcome to Mindfully Stoic, a channel dedicated to increasing mindfulness through the lens of the ancient philosophy of Stoicism. In this meditation, I will be discussing Buddhist and Stoic concepts on how to overcome adversity. Adversity is something that we all have experienced to one degree or another. It is better to equip ourselves with the tools to perceive adversity correctly before troubles occur than to be tossed to and fro by our emotions during a troubling event. Let's begin our meditation. Start by finding a comfortable position that suits you. Begin to relax the body and the mind. Imagine a glass of murky water staying still to let the sediment fall to the bottom of the glass. Take a deep breath and feel your body begin to release the tension. Release the tension in your face, your forehead, your jaw and your neck. Relax your shoulders, your upper back, your lower back. Release any tension in your arms, your hands, your legs and your feet. Simply enjoy the present moment. If you notice thoughts arise, observe them and let them go without any judgment. With your body now relaxed, repeat after me in your mind. Breathe in, I am breathing in. Breathe out, I am breathing out. Breathe in, I am breathing in. Breathe out, I am breathing out. Remember, you can always return to your breath when you get lost in thought. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. There is a quote and book by the famous Vietnamese Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh that says, No mud, no lotus. In Zen tradition, the lotus flower signifies awakening and overcoming adversity. This is due to the fact that the lotus flower grows in swampy, muddy conditions. On the surface, this mud is not desirable to look at. However, the lotus roots dig deep in the mud to produce a beautiful bloom. In the same book, Thich Nhat Hanh says, The main affliction of our modern civilization is that we don't know how to handle the suffering inside us, and we try to cover it up with all kinds of consumption. 
So instead of running away from suffering and seeking to hide it under the rug of consumerism, we should embrace it, acknowledge it, and use it to transform ourselves into better beings. Another relevant excerpt from the book states, Breathing in, I'm aware of the painful feeling in me. Breathing out, I'm aware of the painful feeling in me. This is an art. We have to learn it. Because most of us don't like to be with our pain. We're afraid of being overwhelmed by the pain, so we always seek to run away from it. There's a loneliness, fear, anger, and despair in us. Mostly we try to cover it up by consuming. There are those of us who go and look for something to eat. Others turn on the television. In fact, many people do both at the same time. And even if the TV program isn't interesting at all, we don't have the courage to turn it off. Because if we turn it off, we have to go back to ourselves and encounter the pain inside us. The marketplace provides us with many items to help us in our efforts to avoid the suffering inside. It is important to sit with our thoughts and actually process the pain, the hurt, and the trauma that plagues us so we can eventually let go and move on. The same message is at the heart of Stoicism. Zeno, founder of Stoicism, became shipwrecked with all of his precious cargo. Who knows the dollar amount that he lost that day, but essentially he lost his livelihood. Shortly after the shipwreck, he ended up in Athens and was introduced to the philosophy of Socrates and Crates. From this introduction, he created his own school of thought or philosophy that we now know as Stoicism. He said, now that I've suffered a shipwreck, I'm on a good journey. I feel that many times we notice the shipwreck, but not the journey. We see only the mud and fail to realize that the flower is taking root. The Stoic philosopher Seneca stated, The wise man is neither raised up by prosperity nor cast down by adversity, for always he has striven to rely predominantly on himself and to derive all joy from himself. We need not rely on the externals of prosperity or adversity to determine our mood or dictate our happiness. Seneca also said, cling tooth and nail to the following rule, not to give in to adversity, never to trust prosperity, and always take full note of fortune's habit of behaving just as she pleases, treating her as if she were actually going to do everything it is in her power to do. Whatever you have been expecting for some time comes as less of a shock. Now take a moment and think of your life as it has played out. It is easy to spout out quotes and be in full agreement with them. It is another to embody them. Imagine misfortune or adversity in your life, either past, present, or future. How will you respond? 
remember that being a Stoic isn't a denial of emotions. It is a radical acceptance of life and responding with virtue. Let's finish with the words of Thich Nhat Hanh. Breathing in, I'm aware of the painful feeling in me. Breathing out, I'm aware of the painful feeling in me. Breathing in, I'm aware of the painful feeling in me. Breathing out, I'm aware of the painful feeling in me. Start to pay more attention to your body and the sensations you are feeling at this present moment. Try to recall any positive thoughts or moments you had during this meditation session. Slowly start to move your hands, your feet, your arms, your legs, and the rest of your body. Or if you so choose, take a moment and continue to relax. Thank you for listening to this guided meditation. I appreciate your efforts on becoming more mindful and more virtuous. Let us strive to be mindfully stoic. Thank you.